And we're back. <laughs> hey, what's up? We're back. We're back. We are part two of the Christelle Lewis guest podcast. In and- an episode we like to call Suck a Dick or Die, Suck a Punch. Oh, I got it right. Yeah, you actually did it good. That was right. really good. It rolled off really well. I tried, you know. I'm Dominican. <laughs> Shit rolls off my tongue real good. <laughs> Oh my god. So what are we <laughs> gonna talk about today? Um, so if you have if you guys have not heard the previous episode, Christelle Lewis is the creator of AfroAsiac, an app that is dedicated to the AMBW community, the Asian men, black women community, or vice versa, or so on and so forth. And it helps um it helps friendships and serious relationships and dating and all that stuff um so the last episode we did talk about um you know just everything that has to do with Afroasiac and now we're just you know two little you know two women talking shit you know no big deal <laughs> so what's been going on on your day lately I, I I've seen that you've eaten uh some fish sticks Earlier. <laughs> well, right now I'm trying to like have some frozen grapes. Have you ever dr- had frozen grapes? Or I have actually. Oh, okay. the cotton candy ones. So good. So I ha- so good for the summer. The cotton candy grapes. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it, it tastes like really sweet, and they're so good for. And I think they're seedless. It depends, though. Um, I feel like they're good to eat in the warm, the warmer days. I got me some coconut cream ice cream in a tube from like the bodegas. Yeah, it was amazing. And I feel like it sucks that they only have it in the tri-state area because it is delicious. It is fucking delicious, B. Like, yeah, we, just we have those in Florida. You just yeah. cut it open. And just, but you can't like you can't eat it and then look somebody in the eyes because it kind of yeah. looks sexual. <laughs> like, you gotta eat up. it from the face to my Yeah, you gotta look down, or people are gonna get the wrong idea. <laughs> um. Hmm. So we're gonna <laughs> take some comments from the Afroasiac group about certain topics, and um. Basically, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have a discussion based on, you know, what people norm, like what people posted and commented on the um, the comment section below. Uh, we basically asked them about three questions or three topics to discuss um, based on what we wanted to talk about. Um, first one is misconceptions of dating and sex. I think... We put down, I think I put down the misconceptions between love and sex, I believe. And, um, oh, somebody's shooting their shot in the group. Oh, oh, oh. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what it's for, so. Okay. That's a good thing. Um, what was it? What was it? What was it? Where is this thing? Um, this lady still has not 
commented explaining herself. But you know what? I might just... I'll talk to you about it in Messenger because it's kind of, like, confusing. Okay. All right. So, um, Ben from the group says that um, apparently sex is nothing like porn, so don't assume it will be. That's correct. Yes, I agree. Um, I mean, unless you're, like, dating someone who's having sex for sport, then... Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it would be, like, a porno. But Unless you want to, like, record some things, you know what I'm saying? No, but I mean, like, if you have sex with someone that looks at sex more of a sport rather than, like, an actual intimate connection with somebody. Like, let's have a six-hour marathon? Yeah, or someone that's just really into themselves. Mm -hmm. They'll really just have sex in the most acrobatic Damn. wildest ways I mean <laughs> Damn, one of my favorite porn stars is um, his name is Nacho Vidal oh lord you and my friend are the same are you serious? you Scorpios are in love with Nacho Vidal he is so Scorpios are so raunchy. in love it's like Wow. <laughs> and I feel like he has sex just like him. I feel I like... I think you know who I'm talking about. He ha- like, But the thing is with him, like, I feel like he could actually, like, turn me on. Like, I've been in situations where I've been with a guy who's trying to be all acrobatic and freaky and kinky. And I'm just like, you're doing the most. Like, sit down. I feel like... You're like, gonna, he's going like, to put... Ooh, you're going to break your back, and then you're going to need a brace. He's going to put then... his foot on the back of your neck <laughs> while you bent over and shit. Yo. I, <laughs> I mean, no comment, but I definitely <laughs> I definitely enjoy... The giggle says it all, sis. <laughs> I enjoy watching him... Um, I, I I enjoy watching him become very aggressive and kinky, and I I just really like it. I don't know what it is because I've seen other guys do it, and I don't like it. So he does it in a way that you can um, accept, or you know that you can be okay with. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's because he really loves it, mm-hmm. and he really like like is like it pays attention to detail Ooh. so like, like i haven't he, really seen him while he's doing all right this now. crazy shit <gasps> oh my still... god I, what i i dropped some water on the floor i'm sorry it'll dry up it's okay it's okay it's okay, okay. continue <laughs> so like sorry, yeah i feel like while he's being acrobatic and crazy and kinky and he's still like paying attention to little details like he's not like letting anything slip up. Like when he sees that like, the girl might be in pain, even though he's like going crazy, he'll like switch up where you don't really notice the switch up unless like you watch his stuff. And then like I guess like he takes care of the girl, right? Like, he, like he goes still... a little slow. Oh, that's nice. Or even that's if he nice. doesn't go a little slow, he'll like figure out a way to adjust himself so he can still do the same thing, but not make the girl uncomfortable and still give her pleasure because he doesn't enjoy when the girl doesn't enjoy it. So I also noticed that even though it's his job, he's not really into 
being and doing this with a girl who isn't actually enjoying herself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I could appreciate I've, I've that. I do of, not I've like porn stars that don't care. Yes, I've seen um, I've seen a couple of male porn stars that look like they don't give a shit. Like, I don't know if you agree, but James Dean. James Dean is, I I would say he's very problematic for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I used to like, when I used to like watching white porn stars back in the day, um, James Dean was like top for me mm-hmm. until, you know, like he had that, you know, like that publicity stunt with um, Farrah from Team Mom when she became a porn star. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think he started working with Sasha Gray on a few videos Mm -hmm. and then when he dated um one of my very favorite uh women porn stars uh stoya Mm -hmm. she's she's nasty with it i love her and um she called him out on um she called him out for assaulting her Mm. sexually and now i just think to myself like yo um some, I mean, I feel like with James Dean, I feel like he doesn't know how to stop when the woman is uncomfortable. And sometimes mm-hmm. that really creeps me out because he does a lot of scenes, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, like whether it's BDSM or something vanilla or anal, it's kind of like, you know, he doesn't know his own strength. He doesn't know when to stop. Sometimes. Right. And I just look at him like, yo, chill, chill. Yeah. I so, mean, I definitely don't like that. And I feel like with sex, like the lines are a little bit more blurred now just because BDSM has become even more of a stronger kink. And I definitely don't, you know, judge anybody who likes BDSM or anything. I feel like anything you, 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 I think like anything a person likes to do that is consensual and over the age is fine. But I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are crossing the lines to where they're not, they're not they're not doing their job as far as consent and i feel like if you're in a relationship where you love somebody like consent should still be a really big part of your 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 sexual um just your sexuality together yeah you guys are having sex and i don't care if you love each other i don't care if you're married like still ask if this is okay if 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 i consent to that like still ask but i feel and like if somebody's uncomfortable you gotta make sure you stop right yeah away. but it seems like now have a safe word or something it seems like now because like society has kind of taught guys that if a girl says no it means yes or maybe that that they can just keep going and and that's okay. And I, I mean, sex has become really weird <laughs> over the couple, yeah. over the past couple of years, as far as consent is concerned, because the lines like have for, been blurred. I feel like personally, I feel like the the times and the oh, there's gonna be sirens going around. Fuck! Shut up. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people that I've had sex with that um, over the years that I've grown now think about it and I'm just like wow I was really uncomfortable with this person Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. like comparing to now and like my current situation um I just feel like super super comfortable being around like the person that I'm dealing with and even though like you know it's not a romantic relationship 
we both make sure to make each other feel comfortable and, you know, to make sure to remind each other that, you know, mm-hmm. when there's a hard limit, we stop, we back out immediately. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I'm so comfortable with him. And I feel like that's why, you know, everything just feels better than, you know, how I've been with everybody else. And like lately, like would you say, would you say like for you, sex and romance are like, or sex and love, are like they're intertwined. Two oh, okay. I feel For like they're me, two it's different totally things. two I... different things. Yeah. Yeah, it's two different things. I feel like you can separate both, especially when it's a friendship. You know, like I, I care about my friend. You know, the friend that I am like involved mm-hmm. with. I, I care about him a lot. I probably even more than he knows, because I would never, you know, scratch a guy's head or scratch a guy's back. You know, it wouldn't be right. just anybody. You know, that type of intimacy is what brings our friendship closer together. And I feel like that's what makes us better partners uh, for one another. Because and Could you be in love with somebody and not have sex with them? Um, I would say yes. Back when I was a virgin. Now I'm playing. Um, <laughs> okay. That was like back in high school. But um, can I still love somebody and not have sex with them? I feel like sex really doesn't really matter to me. I mean, would you have to have like a like an open relationship like this person you're emotionally committed invested, invested in. in and then like the sexual stuff you get it elsewhere if that was like an option? Um of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I feel I'm the more same way. into open relationships, honestly. Um, I believe I am involved in one right now. Um, the person that I am emotionally invested in and, you know, it's vice versa. Um, we both had a discussion uh, because we are so far away from each other. Um, he accepts that, you know, I get my, you know, I get my nuts somewhere else. Just as long as it's only that person. You know what I mean? Like everything's safe. Nobody's getting pregnant. Nobody's getting STDs. All that stuff like that. And I make sure that he does the same thing. If he wants to get his nut, I'm totally fine with it. Just make sure that he's completely safe about it. And you know, just don't don't do something that you know that I've I been dabbling. I've been dabbling with the idea of a polyamorous relationship over mm-hmm. an open relationship. I feel like open relationships it just leaves too much room for like miscellaneous shit. Like you could just like hook up with like some random girl (laughs) and like, you really don't know her and then you get her pregnant. And then like, I have to deal with all this other shit. And then, or like, (laughs) or like, um, or something along the lines of just, I just don't like the idea of hooking up with somebody. I don't give a fuck about just because sex holds a lot of life and death in it that oh wow you know. that's deep, deep and dark. so like yeah so for me it's like <laughs> fucking scorpios i swear to when god <laughs> i was having this conversation with um a guy that i'm kind of involved with i was like listen if we were to get together um open relationships just wouldn't be an option because there's just so much life and death that holds sex that i just i would prefer if we do have a polyamorous relationship it is um a healthy one where the women you do sleep with you value and you care about because to yeah. me I would really be disgusted if you're treating a woman like she's you know toiletry like that's mm-hmm. not that's not okay 
for me, even if I might experience jealousy because you're treating this person. Um, and you're basically like, bonded. Yeah, like I might feel subject, but I'd rather feel jealousy than disgust. Yeah. You know, so like for me, I think that I would be way better off in a polyamorous relationship. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that open relationships wouldn't work for me, but I feel like eventually an open relationship will. I think I am involved in something kind of polyamorous because, um, I mean, even though like I'm, you know, I'm involved with a friend of mine at the same time, my heart and mind is still invested in the other person, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's the person I say good morning and good night to. We talk almost every single hour and, you know, like the other dude, like, yeah, that's my friend, but you know, we just don't have that same emotion until I come on, until I come over and, you know, we, we get our shit done and then we just, you know, then I would, watch say cartoons that, after. I would say that's more of a, I, I would say the, the, the act and the situation you guys have is more open, but Paul and Amaris would be once he's on board with having a secure emotional relationship with you mm-hmm. and also maybe even creating a positive bond with the other person that you're seeing. But, like, that's that's something that it takes a lot of men out of their element. You know, the whole ego situation is yeah. is a big part of it. But I feel like, personally, for me, polyamorous would probably work better. I would prefer... Because at the same yeah, time, I, w- I care about the both of them. I don't just I don't just treat my friend as a, you know, like an object when we have sex. Like, there's a yeah. lot of intimacy that goes along with it you know Mm -hmm. like I am I'm very nurturing I'm super nurturing when I you know when I have people so it's like I don't just you know I don't just fuck them and just toss them like I stopped doing that back in the days I stopped doing that shit and it, it, it really sucks for me to have put myself into that situation where I was just like doing nothing but just like being mad promiscuous and sleeping around and shit like this is what i used to do years ago i mean i used to definitely be that way i think the i think the breaking point for me was um like i've told my friends a few times this story Mm -hmm. um a guy had messaged me on um online (laughs) and um we ended up meeting up and he was like really like all up in my face when we met up and then he goes you don't remember me and I'm like no No. he's like like we hooked up like six years ago and I'm just like what I don't even remember what I did six years ago today you came over to my house like we had dinner we watched a movie Um, we hooked up then you came over the next day we hooked up um and I was like what I don't remember and I was like I was like no no no. I need more proof and then he just gave me a laundry list of like all the things I talk about the people (sighs) in my life everything and I was just like that's when I realized wow like it's it wasn't necessarily at first I felt really bad for him because I was just like that's fucked up that you even like remember me and I don't even remember anything about you. I think that that's just like, that's just a horrible feeling. Yeah. Like, you know, like I felt so like 
ashamed but like it was more of like how can I treat a human being this way like even if it's like a one night stand I should not have that attitude to where like if this person gets killed I wouldn't even remember who they are like that's just not right you know like I think that was my breaking point um and then it happened the second time um like three and a half years ago where I was like at Tijuana Flats and some guy like comes up to me and he's like hey what's up and I'm just like uh hi and he's like hey and I'm like hi and he's like like, you don't remember who I am I'm like no what's your name and he tells me his name and nothing like literally blank nothing registered in your mind nothing was no and he was like remember I came over to your house we hung out we hung out with my friends and then like the next day I came over to your house and then the next then after that I took you to my parents to meet my parents and we hung out and I'm just like what I was like this is horrible like oh my god so yeah never again I will definitely I'm I'm happy that I had to take that change because I just in response Bonnie, Bonnie, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before since I like talking about things. Um so basically back in 2014 I have been heavily drinking possibly, you know, taking cocaine a few times here and there. And oh, okay. just ending. <laughs> Don't touch. This was the past. Um, oh, I'm not judging you. I would, yeah, I would have guys buy drinks for me. I would dance around and shit. Um, I would end up going home with these guys and sleeping with them. There are some. There are a few of them that I've grown to be really good friends with. That I was just like drinking buddies with, and then we just go home and. We'd have, like, you know, like, consensual sex. Like, everything mm-hmm. was, like, comfortable. There was this mm-hmm. one guy. Oh, my God. He's, like, Australian. And he was Chinese. And that accent. Girl, Damn. he took me over to his apartment. That motherfucker ate me out in the shower. And I almost slipped and fell. Oh, my it God. I almost good. died. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> he was that good. Shout out to you. Um, <laughs> He's probably run that, run, run that, um Run that Facebook so I can see. Uh, I don't know if he got Facebook, but I'm gonna I'm try and find out. Maybe Run he's probably married. Real quick. Listen, ah. I don't know if he's probably married right now. I mean, God bless him if he is, but you know. But if he's not, <laughs> I'm gonna send him to the group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I used to have like consensual sex with people that I just met, and then there would be groups of guys that I'll be super comfortable with. But there was this one person out of everybody that. You know, I really wasn't taken seriously. And then it went on for a few months, you know, just like trying to see what was going on and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, that one night I went to dinner with him. And um, I, I I have a problem with how men treat the, like servers in restaurants mm-hmm. and waiters. And it really sucks that I have this like picky mindset. But at the same time, it's like, I was in the service um, industry for about five, six years. And that's one thing I look forward. That's what I think I looked into, like, when I'm looking for a relationship. Like, I need people to know how to treat other people with respect. 
Mm-hmm. And not just be like, oh, I'm above you and you're nothing. So he drove me back to his parents' house. He lives with his parents. Don't ask. Um, and then mm. all of a sudden, okay, so like I went to sleep. I was tired as hell. I didn't even feel like, you know, doing nothing. T- turns out around three or four in the morning, um, he woke me up. He wanted to initiate. I said no. He told me, you know, you know, you could go home. And then I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. And that was the night that I was sexually assaulted. Well, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Um, it sucks that that situation happened. I think that I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure I've been in that position myself. Um, so it's like from that moment on, I felt like I had to stop. I had to completely stop um, not taking people seriously because then my karma will come back tenfold. And I feel like that's what happened that night. Um, still to this day, I have horrible flashbacks of that night. I was recently diagnosed with PTSD, um, and honestly, like, I'm tired of letting it hinder um, what's going on in my future. Because of that, I don't know how to trust most people oh, that yeah. in my life. I mean, I've, I've definitely have had my fair share of traumatic of these these traumatic sexual experiences from a very young age, and I'm sorry. Um, I think that I've. It's okay. I mean, I feel like, well, it's not okay, but you know, it's okay. Thank you. Um, I feel like I eventually started understanding that none of these things are necessarily my fault up until I was conscious enough to understand that my actions do come with consequences. And um, I had to take also responsibility, responsibility for putting myself in certain situations. Of course. And also appearing a certain way, even though I did not want to be treated a certain way. However, it doesn't excuse how people have treated me. It doesn't excuse the behavior of people that have abused um, my naiveness or my sexuality. But um, it's a lesson um, to people that, you know, whatever we do affects the people around us in a positive, negative way. Their, Their views and their ideas about us can easily change from one day to another based on what we say, what we do, how we act, how we, who we have sex with, what we eat. I mean, what we listen to or watch, it does really affect. So when somebody says, Oh, people are very impressionable. People are very impressionable. They're quick to hate somebody just because of something that was misconstrued. So it's like, you know, and it's easy for people to say, oh, well, what I do doesn't affect my life. That's not true. Everything mm-hmm. everyone does affects each other's life. Everything is relative, no matter how distant they may seem from each other. Everything affects everything. And if, I mean, and if not, why do you think people get so mad at, you know, other people's opinions? Exactly. They're easy, I mean, just, to, they're easy to explode. There's even, I forgot the name of this um, specific fish. But there's like a fish that um, has uh, come into um, 
come into like our side of the world and has been eating all the fish and all the 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 seafood we eat oh and and it was because somebody took that fish from i think it's an african fish it took that fish and dropped it over here oh hell. like they had like an aquarium and then they were like oh i can't keep let me fish. let me so let me find out what kind of fish that is because you know it's it's Google like a, it's free. a it's like it's small and it almost looks like a puffer fish it is venomous mm. and it has like it's kind of like a like a it's kind of like a burgundy orange white kind of fish huh. and it's small but i forgot <laughs> the name of it but my point is is that just that little thing that little fish multiplied into hundreds of fish and it's killing the sea um the seafood intake that we you know need so it's kind of like just because it's is it eating small, all the salmon because i love salmon um i'm not sure but what i'm saying is is that that so i'm gonna fight like that fucking fish and like it's eating the 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 trout oh no not the shrimp yeah so it's like it's very important that people understand that every every little action does affect um every action comes out with a reaction yeah everything with everything every does and then in yeah. terms of sex, I feel like society has already its like its kind of construct on how women should be perceived and how they should enjoy sex and understand it and all this other stuff and guys too. And I just feel like and it's so easy yeah. for it to get really messy for <clears throat> of us. And on top of that, I feel like there are some societies, especially when it comes to religion, how sex is really viewed as, you know, how women are not allowed to enjoy um, the event in the events of sexual intercourse. They're not allowed to enjoy it. All they are are just vessels that are made to have, you know, children and they cannot receive pleasure. And it goes deep as to like, you know, girls in Africa getting their you know getting their genitals mutilated yeah because they're not allowed to receive pleasure and it's kind of like so sickening yeah I mean it's gotten to a point where I feel like the mutilation of people and their sexuality has has affected us all mentally to where so many people are trying to claim their sexuality and some people don't even know how to claim their sexuality they're just Mm -hmm. like they're trying at any means yeah. possible to cling to whatever feels like there's some type of source of life or some, mm-hmm. t- some type of source of like stability or pleasure. And it's, it's really, it's really hard. I feel for the women uh, as much as for the men in certain areas, as far as like their comfortability, because for women, mm-hmm. I feel like women have been exposed to sexuality way more than men have. I feel. Yeah, because society has taught them how to act. Exactly. So, like, when people say, you know, men are freaks, I'm, I go, no, no, they're not. No, they're not. Women have been um, set up to be the more freakier, more sexual, more unfaithful one. Because you guys mm-hmm. are always kind of pushing the idea of them sleeping with other people to pleasure you, whether they're the same sex or not. Or they... especially when men ask for threesomes, they don't deserve. Right. I mean, I don't even 
Like at this point, when a guy tries to ask me for that, I'm like, that sounds nice, but I'm going to need one in return. Or maybe at the same time, I would probably need one. And I feel like their fragile egos, mm-hmm. for the most part, can't handle it. So I usually, I, I, I nip it in the butt usually the first couple of times you go on a date. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I just got a text. Nasty. Anyways, um... <laughs> What did it say? No, I don't want to read it. Oh, okay. I don't want to read it. <laughs> so we got um, we got a comment from Amanda from the group that says, "In my opinion, loving someone is easy. Loving someone is a choice. Sex will just be like the movies and porn perceives it to be. Losing your virginity is this magical experience when in reality it's like, oh." That's it feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I lost my virginity in a very interesting way. So Same. yeah, I lost my virginity in Dominican Republic and Yay. I was I actually had a boyfriend at the time and my boyfriend and I were being separated because um according to my neighborhood you know, I'm black and he's white in Latin, in Latin terms, of course, like we're in DR and he's a white yeah. skin and I'm a dark skin and people had a problem with that. And he was also um, very much older than me. He was 17 at the time and I was 12. Oh, Lord. And so then I, um, so because of the separation and people constantly trying to get in our way, um, I ended up. Uh, meeting another guy um, like hanging out with my cousin and it was like my cousin's boyfriend's cousin so anyway so we're (laughs) hanging out and uh, he's 19 and I had just turned 13 and um, we ended up um, kind of we so we went to his really really nice pad and then um he took me up these up these spiral stairs and we were talking and and i don't know it just kind of got a little out of hand we ended up kissing and then uh he put me against a wall and started taking off my clothes and that's when i was like look listen i'm actually a virgin and he was like what so he like ended up putting my clothes back on and then just like oh. laid with me in bed and then tried to do like all the like foreplay stuff, and then, then we had sex. I bled. It was like oh. horrible. And oh. then after that, like we hooked up a few more times. But then my boyfriend at the time found out Fuck. that I <laughs> was talking to another guy. And in DR, guys fight with machetes. So, I mean, don't we know? Don't. So we know. when I was like walking down the street holding his hand at the park with my cousin and her boyfriend he oh. pulls off from his work his work like his working car his like uh business business truck or whatever he gets yeah. off with his best friend and they have they both have machetes in their hand oh and i was like oh no my cousin's like let go of your this dude's hand hug your man or something girl kiss your man whatever you need to do it was crazy. Like after that, like I never oh saw him again. God, <laughs> you never saw both of them again? No, I never saw the other one. Um, oh lord. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. That's crazy. Did they get so, hurt? 
still to this day, I'm just like, where? I wonder how is like the first guy I've ever did it with. His name was yeah, like, I don't. His name is Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, and he had like these beautiful hazel eyes, <laughs> and like, like my skin color, maybe a little bit lighter, but he had a he had a very Middle Eastern face. Mm. Yeah, he was very cute. I mean, of course, it was inappropriate. He's fucking almost 20 years old. <sighs> but in DR, it's just kind of like a jungle, you know, you kind of. Of course, it's a, it's a jungle of full of machista men. Yeah, get it was angry. weird. Yeah, I, I feel I feel you. Um, I was in high school. I was about 15. At the time, I was in an abusive relationship with a boyfriend from freshman year. Mind you, I asked him out. And he was very jealous. He was also Dominican. Taller than me. He was about 16, close to 17. He just got, like, he got left back, I guess. And um, I was in a very um, emotional, physical, abusive relationship where... Sometimes where we get into arguments, I would just feel like dying. And, you know, I would just do things to harm myself. And there was this one time, this was exactly how I lost my virginity. Like, I overdosed on my mother's medication for her migraines. So mm-hmm. that shit felt good in my brain. And um, this was like around the time I was arguing with him. And then I guess a few minutes later, I was just like apologizing and telling him, you know, I'll show you how sorry I am and this, this and that. So I took him to the bathroom and I lost it in the, I lost it in the bathroom floor. I lost it on wow. the bathroom floor. Right that in sounds like apartment. a Gypsy Rose story. <laughs> That's what happened to Gypsy Rose. She had sex in the bathroom. Yo, I was just on the floor I was like oh my god what the fuck like right now I'm just thinking like what the fuck was I thinking I remember I think I remember like oh not counting that and then just wanting to do it in the actual bed next time so that could count and I was like oh god here we go I finally had sex with my boyfriend it was actually really nice like it was like he had like a cute little farm behind his house so like it was raining and it was like 9 p.m. and the moon is out and like the whole sky mm. looks blue and we wow. just like did it outside it was amazing he I, well he lost his virginity to me and it was just so cute oh like he yeah we both lost our virginities to each other and then after that you know like you know arguing and violence and i just feel like love i feel like love is just Making the whole arguing i think it's healthy to disagree but i feel like where I am in life, I want to be so deeply in love with someone that just arguing isn't like it just it's doesn't happen. But I want to be able to have disagreements and like talk about them and just really hash things out and in a healthy way. In a healthy way, but I feel like so many people nowadays, like if they don't have their way, they literally like they find ways to punish you. They they find a way to fuck it. They find a way out way too easy. And mm-hmm. I mean, unless I'm not in a relationship with you, then I don't think it's a it's a big deal. But if I am in a relationship with you, it shouldn't be a way out. Like 
arguing should not be enough to break up a relationship and i find that that is like a very common thing love is just i feel like i've done that for a while i feel like i've done that for most of my relationships not the really serious ones but like if we constantly argue then it's like uh -uh, i have to stop i really have to stop this but i remember um someone that i took seriously at the time i think i was like 18 or something um we had one argument and all of a sudden, I was just like, yeah, I can't do this. And I broke it off. It was like, it was sad because, you know, I, I still really liked him um, until I found out he was a fucking Trump supporter. But that's none of my business. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm so emotionally um, drained only because I give so much of my emotions to other people. Like, I'm always like coaching and having these intimate conversations with people and helping them heal and all that that when I am in a relationship like I can't drain myself out with arguments I can have disagreements but I can't have like these constant arguments I just can't do it I just Mm -hmm. I, I don't have it in me I'm not saying that I can't fight for what I believe in but I just can't do it with I just don't have the energy for it at all. Like, oh Dang. my god! Like, I've done it so long that I can't do it anymore. What's the what was the question though? I think we like totally. Oh, uh, the misconception about love and sex. Um, I want to read another comment from Mr. Justin. Uh, he says, "I think love is taught through the environment we grow up in and what we learn from past relationships." That's true. Everyone yeah. loves differently than others, hence the reason it might take a few relationships to find your definition of true love. I think yeah. people try to mimic what they see in a movie or reality TV show instead of waiting and desiring their own type of love. Instead of wanting or waiting, wanting, I would say wanting. Uh, in yeah. my blank years, he says his age. Wow. He does not look that age. I've only been truly in love with one person out of the multiple relationships I've been in. If two people connect beyond physical and can become one on a spiritual and energy level, then they can discover their true meaning of love. Sexually, not everyone is going to be into what you're into. You have to find a happy medium. Shut up! Stop expecting your partner to be a porn star. (laughs) Fucking sirens. Find ways to satisfy each other and discover them together. Every partner is different sexually. You will never find partners that are the same. They are either better or worse than next. Stop using for love. Two otherwise will be disappointed. I'm so sorry. I haven't had that much sleep. Um, otherwise, you'll be disappointed every time. If you want just sex, then seek just sex. I blame all misconceptions on what people see from reality TV, movies, and fake celebrity couples. Not a lot of people want to discover those things on their own anymore. And that is a word from Justin. Totally. Yeah, agree. I mean, I totally agree with Justin. I like people are blame the media. People use um people use the media and TV and shows as like a blueprint to and music. What are really, <clears throat> and music. And that's why I'm very funny about what I listen to because it's like mm-hmm. I'm more like if I listen to something, I I tend to like um absorb what I listen to more than what I look at. So, mm-hmm. like, I can't even listen to half or at least 90% of the music that this generation listens listens to because it just doesn't promote. Like Main Street? 
like all that music like in yeah like mainstream music i listen to more of like i listen to empire of the sun that's like my favorite band like Mm -hmm. empire of the sun is everything to me i love 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 their music it's basically music for people that like lsd oh um, and i love it because it's very positive music it doesn't talk about sex it doesn't talk about killing it talks about being happy together and sharing moments together and traveling together and and describing to each other what you see about life and stuff and i and i could really appreciate that and i feel like that's how i want my relationships to be i just can't listen to the music or even the movies i have a hard time kind of digesting them i just feel yeah. like i can't emotionally connect with them and they give you ideas too and it's just like i'm good i'm 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 past that i think the biggest misconception with love is that love is a feeling and I feel like love is a feeling to a certain degree but it's a choice as well yeah um just because if if that were the case and love were always a feeling we would all be dead oh yeah you know because we can easily make someone fall out of love (laughs) (laughs) you know so I feel like love is also a choice it's a conscious choice you have to make every day because there's going to come a time when you're you and your husband or you and your wife or whatever are older and this person may have Alzheimer's or this person may have cancer this person may not be able to be sexual Alzheimer's remember me yeah I mean that's like you know like speaking on that like when we're talking about um Oh my god, I forgot her name. She's the um the lady who who has Alzheimer's who made um she was kind of like the Martha Stewart, but a black Martha Stewart. Oh, I know who is. Uh, you know yeah. who I'm talking about. Uh, um B something Smith. Yeah, B Smith. Yeah. Like in her case. Yeah, B you Smith. know in her case, it's really sad that she um, has Alzheimer's and, you know, her husband um, ends up taking care of her but brings another woman into the picture who may possibly be abusing her. Who knows? Yeah. But I just feel like that's not... I feel like he loves her, but not not in a very... Romantic way. I feel like it's more of a custom, not necessarily a... Like, because he's her husband, he's obligated to take care of her. Right. It's not necessarily, I really love this person. I, I mm-hmm. really, I, like, I still, even though she can't remember me, like, I'm still in love with her. I you know? care about her well-being. I care about her feelings because it looks like he doesn't. Yeah. I, feel like he, yeah. I feel like he's trash. Like, no matter how much he's in her life, the fact that he's bringing another woman to, like, their house and then she's disrespecting his wife at the, at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all for polyamory. I'm all for polygamy. But at the same time, like, there's a there's a, a place in time. And the time to, you know, disrespect somebody else's wife while they're going through something like Alzheimer's, it's, it's the most disrespectful thing you can ever do. And, you know, like... And, and, people, I, don't think, and I don't think it's the white woman's fault. I think it's the... And I said white woman. It's, I don't think it's the other uh, woman's she is fault. White. 
it's her husband. Yeah. He allows it to happen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't stand up for her and be like, yo, that's my wife. You're touching. Don't fucking touch her. Well, he's not going to say it like that, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, don't fucking touch my, don't, don't fucking touch my spouse. Like, you have no permission to put your hands on her. Mm-hmm. She's sick. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I, I wish karma can bring something upon these two so that they separate. And that he learns how to love and appreciate his wife again because girl the ghetto um let's see yeah i i definitely um i agree with justin's comment like um stop expecting your partner to be a porn star do you know how many relationships i've been with men that you know expect me to follow whatever his favorite porn star is doing you know what's annoying that men have these major expectations and they barely exhaust their creativity in the bedroom before they ask for a whole oh bunch of shit. my god, yes. This is what turns me off. It's like, oh, you want me to, like, spit on the dick and just, like, go at it, but yet you can't eat me out the same way. You can't keep that same energy. I bet. I bet. Just watch <laughs> when I replace you with somebody. And I think that's what I did with my ex. (laughs) Like, in a way, like, he really wasn't doing anything for me anymore sexually. So I just, like, you know, when the time came to, like, um, give me hit it, like, I I was just open. I was like, oh, there you go, you know. And it turned out to be better than expected. And I was like, oh, shit that's the dick I'm gonna stay with. That's some good dick. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was kind of funny. It is! <laughs> I tell you now, it is good. Okay, it is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it didn't influence me to, you know, break up with my partner. I feel like, you know, he's been very inconsistent in so many different ways throughout our entire relationship, even when I gave him a chance to hit it. Like, he started becoming inconsistent. He started becoming forgetful. He blames everything on his divorce. And I'm just like, yo, no, you're not going to play that game with me. Uh, but I also like... I, also I feel like, I feel like maybe... Him. I feel like sometimes, like, as a Scorpio, I spoil mm-hmm. my partner too much. And that's a big deal. Like, I need to stop that. Like, that right there is not good. I gotta stop. Do you feel like it's a flaw? Yeah. I feel like I spoil them and then I'm, like, mad in the end because I'm not getting what I need. Even though people expect, even though that people tell you to, like, lower your expectations at some relationships, um, I feel like that's the right thing to do because you can't really invest yourself into one person you have a lot of friends you have a lot of family to take care of so like one person one man or a person you're in a relationship with you know putting all your time and effort into that relationship only to be you know wronged in the end is kind of not worth it to me at least it really isn't i mean i don't put my eggs in one basket i'm just saying that i feel like i spoil guys sexually and then eventually mm-hmm. they feel like, um, I don't know. It's like, oh, I got what I wanted. Yeah, they feel like, oh, okay, well, 
I'm going to get this treatment all the time. Like, and it's crazy because I don't know how to not be good at sex. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I've tried. Don't get me wrong. I've tried to be shit at it. But it's just like, for the most part. Like, you tried faking being bad? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's me. I've, I've And it's hard. That was literally me with my ex. Oh, my God. Like, the very last time we hooked up, like, I never, I never let him inside. But, like, I just, like, I just gave him that and that was it. And I, that was only because, like, my vagina was out of service because my friend hit it, like, a few days ago, and it still hurt. So I was like, yeah, I can't I can't sleep with What's-His-Face on Friday. I can't do it. And, you know, that's when I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to, like, pretend that I'm having cramps so he doesn't, you know, touch me anywhere but my mouth. Right. Like, but even I then, like, I try to be trash at it and it's like and I feel like that's the issue too like if I'm and that's why I'm like totally done with just dating like randomly because it's like I'm just too good at it to just date randomly (laughs) (laughs) at this time like if you're trying to get this good good you have to really really deserve it but like um as you know like I broke up with my last relationship and um I feel like in that relationship I started realizing like even though like everything seems great and we're making the choice to love each other like if the sex isn't like the, if if I'm the only one who's good at the sex I don't really want the relationship that's I know that's, that sounds messed up but I feel like it's not even that the sex wasn't good. It's that I needed that really deep emotional stimulation through the sex. Especially and, that intimacy. Yeah, and I definitely wasn't. I wasn't getting that. Like, you know, I need I need that when I go into the shower and I'm taking a shower that you're kissing me on my neck. Even not in a non-sexual way, but just in a. I just like how the little hairs. Like you care. I like how the little bellitos on your neck, like. Ooh. like get wet and like looks flat and soft on your on the line on your spine like just little Ooh. little cute stuff like that like that's what I missed about my ex like he did this one thing back in the summer right when we had like um what's it called like a wooden seat in the shower so mm-hmm. he would just like sit there and watch me like take a shower and shit he was just like he was just like you know like caress me and like put these kisses down my back and I was like oh this is good and then I'll just sit on top of him and we just get our shit together like that was like the last time I felt like I was very 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 close and intimate with him yeah and that was months in the summer and I don't feel like that's what I and I don't feel that I don't feel like that's what I get well I mean outside of this conversation you know (laughs) (laughs) but it's not that I don't get it I just feel like I don't get it from the people or the person that I choose most of the time and that's because I'm the one who gives it all at first and then they get super comfortable and spoiled so I I do feel though that love is a choice and I need to kind of be able to work with somebody and and helping them understand that but it's just like girl I'm too old to teach somebody that's dating me talk about it now I could teach somebody else like in helping, you know, couples and whatever, but in in my case, ugh, like in no, your relationships, no. No, I'm good. <laughs> we we all right. So, let me see, let me see. Um, how I many minutes do we, go, we have? 
We have 55. Okay. This awesome. is a deep this is a deep question. Okay. Um let's see. Uh ways of keeping a woman sexually interested. Um you had this poll yesterday yeah. in the group. <laughs> yeah. It was intense. Very very intense. Oh so my god. Guys I loved it. Jason's response, my Yo! friend Jason. <laughs> and I looked at I looked at you and I messaged you like, girl, what the fuck? Whose man's is this? Sis. I don't know oh, whose man's that is, but all I know is I was just like, okay. I love how all the other girls like dropped um those those jiffies. It was so funny. Wait, hold on. I can't I don't know if I can find the poll. Let me see if I can find it. Because I don't think I can see it on the wall. Unless... You just have to go back to your comments. Unless somebody was being a hater. Hold on. Because... Alright, I'm on new activity. So I'm going to go into recent posts and find out. There's a lot of posts between yesterday and today. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. Okay. So... Christelle put a poll that says, quote, sex question, water emojis times four. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Afro-Asiac. Ladies, what move makes you finish faster? The first choice was talks dirty, slaps your chichis, or <laughs> chokes you while he pounds your guts down. Two, He's on top, pulls your hair from under you, and deep grinds you like coffee. Three, he pulls it all the way out and then aggressively rocks it back in. Four, nice, passionate, and slow, romantic. Um, five, you on top. His face, his fine face and sounds is enough to get you way, way, way up. And six, when he's on the phone trying to get work done, watching him lose concentration. Well, that's a good idea. Seven, when he strokes his dinkling in front of each <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, I, I mean, I don't even know what number this is. Uh, next choice, ties me up. Uh, next choice, in four. In fours with reach around on Chi-Chi's or Toto. <laughs> I'm shocked people knew what Toto was. Um, someone's, and then the next choice was when he leaves the cream in the donut. Yo, you nasty. <laughs> you talking about cream pie, sis. Uh, <laughs> when he makes you when he makes you feel like a Boston cream donut. <laughs> That's exactly yo, I remember one time, like a few weeks ago, something something happened between um me and the friend that I'm involved with. And mm-hmm. apparently, like, there was still some stuff inside that I was trying to like wipe it out and like wear a pad and shit and I felt like a complete Boston cream donut like yeah I was just like wow <laughs> I was mortified I'd be like uh, I was like boy if you don't get like I was trying to find a way to get inside a pool I swear to god and um then the next choice was when he calls you names and half your body's hanging from outside the bed the next choice was let me dominate him in any way, pegging included. And the last choice was when he invites another girl or guy. I noticed for like the past 12, 16 hours that I was the one that chose that last choice. 
And then there was like two more votes um for this mo- like from this morning and I was like, damn it. Um so everybody was like, okay, so some of the girls were like, can I just vote for pretty much all of them? Um the other one, there's another one that says, if a guy can make me finish anything at all, I would marry him. I would propose. Um there was another that says um well, that was me. I'm dead at Chi-Chi's because Crystal. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what? Oh, Jesus. Okay, and we're back. Um, I said, what? I'll have it all in one sitting. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, there's guys that are saying these were very entertaining to read. There's some that are taking notes. Um, Crystal says something really nasty involving scissors and hands on the throat and down and forcing you to gag. Damn, bitch. (laughs) And then I said something like, what was it? Me last Sunday. And um that was exactly what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like um let's see it says not enough men that talk dirty though. Yeah, not enough men do it. Yeah, I, I, I actually, feel like I feel like it I'll have Spanish guys do it. No, that's not true. I mean for me, I guess. I guess all the Spanish guys <laughs> with Cause you know, you know the guy that I'm like, you know the guy that I'm involved with. You know, like he doesn't, like he's not the typical type of dude. But you know, he be talking this shit. And it's like, so what kind of, what kind of like, let's say, would you like a guy? Uh oh. You okay? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, like, what kind of, like, what kind of guy would you like to speak in your ear? Like, do you like a deep voice or like definitely like how... a deep voice? And I definitely like um, I would say like definitely a deep voice. But I, I, what I like a guy to say to me is pretty much what he's gonna do next. Ooh. Without calling out a certain, um, without calling out a certain ex, <laughs> Christel um, and I had a conversation a few days ago about a certain person, and the way that she told me how he sounded had me cracking the fuck up. Like, oh, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. And what's so funny is that I saw one of the old videos that he was in, and I was like, he really fucking sounds like that. I'm dead. Like, You saw one of our, our videos? Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to know if he actually sounded like that. And I was like, yo, bitch, you not lying. Oh. <laughs> I could not, I could not imagine, like, how cringy it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I would have to laugh in his face the entire time. Yo. Um, so uh, there's another there's another comment for, uh, from you and your from you yourself that says, um, cool when they eat the box, they give you the stick with their hands, give them the cheeks and then eat the box again and then get back on it and then slide two fingers when they in that bitch. And slap your face gently. Bitch, that's heaven as fuck. You right. <laughs> you right. No, you, you didn't lie. I'm sorry. You, you did not lie. Like, I like that is an amazing way. I can't deal with a guy being like, I'm sorry. Um, Am I inflicting any pain of any sort on your <laughs> epidermis? Or... No! Please! <laughs> you sound like you're cringing. <laughs> Now I'm really cringing right now. That ass, like, <laughs> did I just did I just hit your gluteus maximus too hard? Oh my gosh! I see <laughs> your seeing your anal canal is really no, not anal canal. Stimulating my orifices and oh, <laughs> <laughs> please put your finger up my prostate area, please. Oh, I hate that. I hate that was my non-favorite one. Oh no. <laughs> like I went I'd rather hear I'm about to ejaculate. Oh my god. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one's really that one also really wasn't my favorite. You said it. <laughs> that one really wasn't my favorite. Like, oh, I I'm about to ejaculate right now. And I'm no. like, Wait, so wait, I, I don't know if we want to bring it up again, but don't bring up he, his name. No, 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 no. But how how you um how you initiated like sex and stuff, like you were ready and then apparently he had to like set a timer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I'm like, I'm like, mm, baby, I'm so ready, or like, you know, like I'm just kind of like all over him and he's like Okay, well, give me just um twenty eight minutes. Uh, finish reading this book, and also, uh, let me go ahead and um. Well, uh, you know what? Let you me. Know what? I'm gonna, let me I'm take some power. I'm gonna give you. First. I'm gonna give you a treat. Oh, how about that? Here's a treat. Have um some. Are you uh, a dog? The fuck? Some some dolphin safe tuna. Okay. Oh my god. And and just you know, wait there for me. Um, just just lay there. Okay. I'll be I'll be I'll be done in just a, just a moment. Okay. Oh. And I'm just like, <laughs> after I eat my dolphin safe tuna, and I'm, just like laying there. <laughs> I'm laying there with a towel under me because he's like, I I really don't I really don't like germs, and I really don't like any kind of liquids. So oh my if, god! If I just don't really want to make any messes on the on on the couch or any of the furniture, um, I'm shaking my head, <clears throat> bro. A man that doesn't like to make any messes during Girl. sex. I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so. I am so sorry, sweetie. I am so sorry, Bruh. It was Bruh. Really three years of that. Mm. Two years. Oh, even better. <laughs> and then I just like I I kind of um I kind of researched who this was 
Turns out he did go to the Bronx High School of Science. And I was like, fuck! Making making us look bad. Bruh, I'm telling you, he is supposed to be a kind of like a, you know... A genius. Kind of cultured, but I feel like he... I think that he's low-key in a sunken place. Tell me about it, because mm-hmm. the way he sounds, or the way that you tell me that he sounded, oh, oh, yeah, I want to claw my eyes out for real. <laughs> Dead ass, like I would want to, I would want to claw my eyes out. I would want to <laughs> make everything possible so that I was deaf. I mean, like he's a pretty boy. Don't get me wrong, but like, God, fucking damn it, like I would turn soft every time. Bruh. And I would just laugh. Oh my god, are you serious? I would laugh dead in his face. Dead oh, in his face. You, have you heard him laugh? No, I'd never heard him laugh. Oh my god. You, so... You've never watched the Chappelle show? Oh fuck. Remember when he pretends to be like like a white president or he no. was like in the nigger family? No! Oh, remember, remember, remember when they did uh, trading wives or trading spaces? The race, tra- the race, um, yeah, the race yeah. draft. That's exactly oh, how. When he was Tiger Woods. No, when he was the the black guy was with the white family, and the white and the white guy was with the black family. Oh wait, wife swap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was the white guy. He sounded like the white yeah. guy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> In my head, oh my god, no, 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 no. How do you how did you deal with this? Oh my god, Lord Jesus. I'm so grateful. I love men with deep voices because who that that cannot be me. It, I think I don't care how much money you got, I gotta hear your voice. Like I need your voice to be at a but his voice used to really stimulate me and then I think it was just, the lack of romance and the lack of intimacy that made me kind of take a message. Like it, it took off. It took, no, not even. It just took off that veil of attraction. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it's been. Like, um, for one of my exes, like, sure, he sounded a little whitewashed because he's from Taiwan. Yeah. I mean, he's from upstate, but his parents are from Taiwan. And, you know, being raised upstate in a a very suburban neighborhood near a farm or something like that, he would just, he would move his mouth in certain ways that I was just like, I would be curious. I'm just like, how do you move your mouth like that? And then he like, had, like what do you mean? Like, in like a really weird... straight teeth. I like, wait, what? Like in like a weird like a weird um, robotic kind of way? I would say like he would just sound like your whitest next door neighbor. Oh my god. But like when he would talk dirty, all of that would just blow out the window. Uh, he, he goes from like hey guys to like <laughs> to like hey just like guys. whispering and dirty things in my ear and I'm like yeah. he sounds like like he's like singing some like like I just want you to whisper that's all I want just don't speak in a normal voice ever again but you know you know it it was fun while it lasted 
Um, let's see something here. What's another turn on? I think I'm going to go for a last one. You want me to bring up Jason's? Go ahead, girl. <laughs> he yep. said, hmm, well, I would like to bang her throat upside down at the same time grabbing her titties, open mouth with both my hands, and dick dive in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out, flip her, and make her face the other way, face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. Um, wow. And just long stroke the water out of her box. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> slap her ass spread her asshole yank it up with my hands make her pop on my dick get out sit up beside her pop her on top of my dick facing me strong grab her yams strong grab her yams jesus go deep and hard on her <laughs> mouth on her neck titties choke her question mark and ring her up <laughs> and ring her up so she leaks all that, that all that out put her in a coffin <laughs> And they, okay, have like, a good right. day, everybody. <laughs> like he ain't just like he ain't just type all that nasty shit. And I said, I, I replied, I was like, whose man's is this? I mean, I love I, I could really appreciate um I could really appreciate a man that, that puts in that work. I really I, I, I like that kind of we stuff. We love a man. Know? We love a man. I'm so surprised. Well, actually, we didn't even we didn't even ask the men like what they would do or like you know we were just supposed to like the ladies were just supposed to put their choices and explain why they chose that but the men was just like talking all that shit and I was like oh like I remember one time um you posted something about oh um you and your crush are face to face uh tell the story of how you would want you know, how you'd want it to go, this, this, and that. Like, would you want it to be sexy or romantic? There was one guy, <clears throat> not going to say his name. I like mm-hmm. to keep it quiet and in private. You know, I would like to protect his identity at this time. I, like, I, I would want everybody to respect his privacy. This kid said, <laughs> well, my crush knows what I would do. And this and it starts off nice or whatever, and then this kid brings up whips, chains, tying up toys, uh, uh, hard spanking. Did you read what this dude wrote on there? On on there, he said he would throw tea on a on a chick's face. Yo, (laughs) and he deleted it to pretend that he was a good boy. Fuck out of here! Wow. I, I looked at that and I was like, wait it. a minute. So yeah, I saw I saw that comment on the other post and I was like, I was like, I read toys. I felt and really I put the side eye emoji. He said he would throw he was gonna put sugar in the tea. Where the where the where the tea was the tea hot? No, the would tea the was tea too hot? cold, so he throws oh. it in her face <laughs> and slaps her, and then freaking rips through her butthole. Like I was like, "What? Yo, chill." It sounds like sexual assault, bro. Like I don't think like. I want to go for that. That's not that's not my taste, my guy. That's not my taste at all. Like, don't smack me. Talking about oh, the tea is cold. Fuck you. No, not right. really fucking. But like, yeah, but. Excuse me? I don't know you like that. Why are you smacking me? 
because of cold tea. I don't understand. Like, re- respect me? I <laughs> Listen. So, yeah. I read toys, got curious, and all of a sudden, I see a picture full of, like, equipment. And I was like, oh. I almost threw my phone across the room. I was just, I was startled. And then, yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was that. That was that on that. Okay. I don't know. For me, like, I definitely like that type of shit when it comes to BDSM. So it's like, when somebody shares that same thing that you have in common you're just like thank you like that's it that's it right yo there. that dude wrote nothing but a nothing like a backhander to get it started are you kidding me <laughs> wait he still had that up he no he wrote it under up. somebody's comment this guy um wrote i barely just started doing this rough stuff I gotta say, me likey too. And then this guy, then that same guy who wrote that crazy thing wrote nothing like a <laughs> backhander like back to hander. get it started. Dead. Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. Let's see. Um, somebody talks about oh, this is twenty minutes, twenty three minutes ago. Aggressive missionary on her will usually seal the deal. Oh, it does. It sure does. Or. Doggy style her like a horse trying to buck you off. Whoa. Okay, I see. I see where that is. What what, what does that even mean? I don't even know. No, like if no no no, like if you if you aggress not aggressively, like a, a like you know, assault, but like if you if you like just like go in and out aggressively in a way that she likes it, doggy style, and it, it looks like she's trying to back up on the dick and you're just like where you running off to like the fuck like you're just holding her down and she's still like there I'm not interested (laughs) um let me see who uh, oh yeah he posted that okay um someone said that he'll turn into his other half's personal porn star there's no limits to his craft and performance just keep away from my booty and we good what is it with men not liking women to touch their butts like the bun area not the booty hole i i don't don't understand but like I'm, i'm definitely a fan of butt cheeks and I mean, I just listen. don't know why guys are so freaked out of just girls touching it in general. Listen, I love it's weird me a guy with a thick ass. I yeah, do. I love I'm a chubby chaser. I'm proud to say it <laughs> on the This Is Arlene podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want. I love a nigga with a fat ass. What I used to, to be bounce a, a quarter chaser. off of that. Wait, shit? hold on. I like a fat ass, but I don't like hips. No, 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 wait, no, that's where we go out, no, but I remember this one guy, this one um, friend that I had that I was, like, you know, <laughs> casually sleeping with, like, he's, shout out to you, um, I would bounce a quarter off his ass sometimes. I'm sorry, somebody just wrote, I would drag my dick through a mile of broken glass just to hear you <laughs> fart through walking <laughs> That's, look, that's thirsty. That's some that's some profoundly type shits. That's some profoundly type shits. Oh, oh um, last comment. There's um, there's somebody that typed out. There has to be passion for any of these sex positions to work sexually. There is the hold on. Let me see if we're yeah we're still. 
Um, let's see. There is the internal passion. Um, in parentheses, she says, what he and I visualize sex is to be and then bring it to life. Number two, emotional passion. In brackets, his smell and hearing his sound he makes, or if he even makes a sound, and even his sweat, his face when he's reaching his dot, dot, dot. Climax? Yeah. Three, physical passion, touching him in the right spots and using different positions, even when you are tired to breathe. Making sure he remembers me no matter what. In brackets, even if it's slow or fast, soft or hard, or even rough or casual, you need passion first. I definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree too. But yes. I mean, that's the point of it. We're supposed to be into it. And the, the intimacy has to be on a hundred, definitely. Especially when you're like with someone that you're super comfortable with. When you get sweaty, you don't need to wipe nothing off. You good. You can take care of that when when you're done. Like I need whoa. No, don't shave your head bald. Um. There's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot of um, people that don't know how to separate intimacy with lust. And I feel like people that just fuck out of lust, I I think, you know, those type of sexual experiences are not the wave for me. They're not fulfilling. No. Yeah, I, I feel like I never have enough if it's based out of lust only. Like, I have to be with somebody that I truly trust nowadays. Compared to, like, you know, four years ago where I was just having sex just to fill a void. To the point where I was, like, addicted. And then all of a sudden, like, after that assault um, happened, I was just like, you know what? I was so disinterested in sex and I wanted something, like, you know, real and intimate. And thankfully, I've grown to be a person to have those type of encounters and I feel like you know right now I'm at my sexual peak amen I would say I I wouldn't say that I am at my sexual peak I would say that I am at my emotional oh that clarity and like I'm, at, I'm, I'm I guess I'm at my emotional peak where now I can genuinely be in a relationship with somebody and not make. I could uh, sex could be great, but it does, it's not a priority like it used to be. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm okay with just cuddling and and like, but just having that real connection where, like, feeling safe, just feeling safe together. Oh, that's the best part. But especially I just, when a, especially when a man tells you like. He wants to make sure that you're safe with him. Oh, that's the best part. That shit kind of like makes me cry a little. A little few thugs here, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be with somebody that, you know, if I yell at people and raise my window, they drive away fast. Yikes. I want to do this. He's going to be like, you what you going to say back? No, I'm joking. That's not. (laughs) I I just kind of at this point in my life I just really I really need that the feeling that safety and that love and support and and I and I'm ready to give that to somebody and I feel like I've done that so much girl like for other people so I'm just kind of like I'm just gonna take a break I'm just gonna focus on helping 
my community <laughs> and just going going through a dick badical. Yeah. Going through a dick badical. I definitely feel you. I've been going on a nigga badical for for months at a time until like I was okay with finally, you know, meeting up with somebody and just like being super intimate. And then sometimes like when I do give somebody a chance I feel like the cycle repeats itself again and again and I feel disappointed Mm -hmm. but you know thankfully I've been around people that know what the fuck they're doing and because I feel like I'm at my sexual peak I feel like things would get better ahead of time I've I've done so many tarot readings that have just told me to stay away from sex it's like mind-blowing Ooh, yeah i gotta like, figure out i gotta figure out about me because yeah like i've done like i'm trying to get dicked down by my birthday so yeah i, I got like 10 tarot readings done and in all 10 of them they said to stay away from sex do you feel like it's because it might drain you from your career and what yeah. you're trying to build yeah according uh. to the tarots it's like you like if I have sex again, um, the ne- the next person that has sex with me again is just gonna end up um I'm gonna end up getting married and being miserable. Oh no, and I'm trying to avoid that at all costs. Sheesh. Okay, where's the other? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I need to find the other the very last question. We'll talk about that really quick. Um, stereotypes. What are oh my favorite stereotype? Because I mean, for those that don't know, I have a twelve-year-old. So my favorite t- stereotype is uh, is when guys go, "So you have a son? How many baby daddies you got?" I'm like, I just oh. told you, I just have one son. <laughs> so how many dads he got? And I'm like, okay, you know what? Bye. Uh, like guys, um, just, guys assume that that it's like I got like exes in the in the mists trying to be a dad or like I have my baby daddy in the picture, which I mean it would be nice, but I'm kind of happy that he's not um, that he's not all up in my face and stuff like that, but. I think then, that's one of the biggest stereotypes I experience. And then the next stereotype is that I hit men. <laughs> and I don't hit guys anymore. So anymore, she says she's stressing it. Yeah, I mean, I used to hit guys when I was young, when I was like, I don't know, like 22 or 21. But I used to hit my boyfriends like rarely. But that was only because they pissed me the fuck off. But right now, I feel like, you know, I don't have to hit you. I could play fight with you, but I don't have to hit you to hurt you. Because I, I know I have a way with my words, of course. So, you know, try me if you want to. I could just kill you with kindness. Yeah. Um, stereotypes. Let me just list them all that I hear. Um, that Asian men have small dicks that are not masculine. That's totally a stereotype. Um, I can definitely say as someone that has been in relationships, um, not all of them have small penises. 
and yeah. uh, they know how yeah. to work. I've been with Asian guys that are packing, mm. packing, packing. <laughs> like, holy shit, yikes, yeah, but I want to ride, <laughs> like, like, I'm talking about like packing in a okay well this is gonna hurt i don't think this is gonna work type situation nah i'm up for it fuck it <laughs> yeah yeah i can't fuck do it, it. i'm gonna like, try i'm gonna try i i have endometriosis i can't i can't <laughs> like hook up with some guy with a with a freaking 10 with a banana dick <laughs> yeah i can't do a 10 incher i'm good I mean, unless you're willing to do half, like it halfway, and I really don't want that. So, yeah, I can't. You might do as it. well take it slow with some lube or something. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just not attracted. Honestly, I'm not even attracted to big schlongs. What's so funny is that, like, the skinny dudes always tend to have the biggest members. And I feel like this is with all races, cause it's like they're super skinny, and then it goes every, it goes somewhere else. It just happens to be the penis, and I'm like, damn. Okay. Um, another one is that Asians are always the underdogs in almost everything, but mathematics. Not all of us are good at math, you know. Um. Even he's another- lying. I feel like he's lying. I say I feel like he's good at math, <laughs> but he's just like lying about it. I mean, not I've every, met a lot. I mean, I've every Asian I've met that told me they weren't good at math were actually good at math. That's true. Like they so really like, aren't very uh on the educational whatchamacallit, but they are hella good at math. Yeah, like I feel like they don't they don't feel like they're good in like a like a like a I don't know, like a mathematician level, but for the most part, they're pretty good. They're pretty, pretty good. Because even my ex used to be like, time. my ex used to be like, I'm bad at math. But then when you put a math problem in front of him, he'll just solve it without even blinking. Uh, well, shit. Um, let's see. Um, so there's another one that says um, that black women are loud, too independent, and intimidating. It's Several crazy babies because... by different men, aggressive, uneducated. Actually, black women are one of the most educated. The only thing is that the TV portrays them to be all uneducated, which is not right. And I mean, you can still be educated and still be a dumbass. And it's like the TV, the TV shows and the media, like they don't give them their own sense of individuality. They always have to be some kind of sidekick. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't let them have their own personality. So it's like for for them to like portray black women as like dumb and you know very loud and aggressive is just you know it it kind of influences people to think that way about black women, and that's not what we want. Not at all. I don't know. I feel like this whole stereotype about black women. I mean, by this time, y'all should already see that black women are all different. Like I said, I feel like a lot of people just stick by the negative experiences they have. They never stick to positive experiences they have with black women. 
Let's see. I hate my neighborhood. They play music at the wrong time. Um, let's see. People not understanding that you don't have to be fair-skinned to be Latina. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yep. Uh, the conversation is so, like, I, I guess in my life, I just feel like it's gotten so, it's like overkill. Yeah. That all black people are either tan or dark. You don't talk black. Um, especially, that's happened to me a lot of times. Like, you know, Spanish was my first language until I was about four or five. Mm-hmm. Then when I went to elementary school, the school got whitewashed to a point where, you know, I basically forgot my first language. So it's like, I tend to sound like the people that I surrounded myself with my entire childhood so it's like Mm -hmm. besides you know Washington Heights being gentrified then moving down to um to Miami Beach and then moving back up to where you know moving back up to City Island in the Bronx where you know mostly everybody was Italian or Irish you know I feel like that's changed in a way how people think that I'm supposed to talk um let's see someone commented that their stereotype was that um that asian women are stereotyped to be timid and submissive that they can't speak english properly um yeah everybody just posted mostly about the angry black women stereotype which is very frustrating um another one uh, another one that said, let me, t- let me take a look. You did mention, oh, that I said, I said that um, Afro-Latinas are stereotyped to be hypersexual, especially Dominican women, because of the, um, the sex tourism that happens in the island, especially mm-hmm. around, like, you know, expensive resorts and all that stuff, when really... We could care less for sex. I feel like, I mean, I have kind of like a different view on that. I feel like um, Dominican Republic and me growing up over there noticed that um, molestation and um, what's it called? Um, prostitution and. Yeah, and that happens at a very something- early age. I feel like it happens at a very early age and I feel like um, it's just, it's common. I feel like it's common and that's why the young ladies are more, seem to be more sexually mature out there. They just seem to be more sexually out there because of um, because of the abuse. So that's Mm -hmm. why, I mean, I believe they are very sexually open because of the the sexual abuse um in our country but at the same time i feel like they don't know they in a way don't know like anything about you know how safe sex should be or you know how consent naturally is within you know ship um with their partners and sometimes they feel like they just have to lay back and take the abuse yeah i think that that's really common and i feel like Um, sometimes i want to i feel like i want to you know speak to women over there and say you know you don't have to 
you don't have to live this way. You have to live a life where you feel like you need to be comfortable where you are. And not Yeah, I mean, I grew up that way. And not let any man take that away from you. I grew up that way. My grandmother, my aunt, you know, we all grew up that way. And um, as I got older, like, I started rebelling. Like, it was like, it was a weird... I had a very weird dislike for men at, at a point because of it. Shit, I still do. <laughs> but I mean, I've learned that, uh, you know, not every man's the same and not every man is uh, cut from the same cloth. But <laughs> it's it's really hard to find those that that <laughs> aren't. And, and, uh, and nine times out of ten, they talk like this if they are <laughs> not. Something almost flew out my nose. <laughs> Damn oh it. my God. <laughs> Are you still sick? No. Like, when you started speaking, like, what's his face? I, like, something almost flew out my nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> How long were you sick, though, by the way? Um, last time, I believe it was about two to three weeks. I had to go to an urgent care, and they gave me medication and some ibuprofen. And that took care of everything immediately. But right now, it's just, like... Allergy season is here, and it's about to fuck my entire nose up, for real. I hate it. I hate having allergies. I never had it when I was a child, so it's like, fuck. I hate it. Um, Somebody typed down, oh, it was Jason. He says, I'm Korean, and it used to be we were always angry and violent. I heard of that stereotype. But now it's that we're gay and girly. I feel like it's because of K-pop. There are masculine men who you know, involve themselves in the K-pop industry. So, I mean, it's half true, half not, in a way. You know, like, not every not every K-pop star looks, you know, feminine. Yeah, not every K-pop star looks like a feminine. And can I just include one thing? This is to the Korea boos out here. Y'all creep me out. Um, can y'all stop? Can y'all stop looking for an Asian man to satisfy your K-drama, K-pop, you know, fetishes. What's crazy is is that I've dated dated a few Koreans, and they definitely gave me a lot of K-drama. Like, I was like, (laughs) wow. Like, I was shocked at how much drama I had in my love life. Girl, what? (laughs) Korean guys. Like, I was like, literally, what the fuck is this? I felt like I was in a... I literally felt like I was in Dawson's Creek meets telenovela Telemundo. Like, like, what? With the mother that's evil and shit. I mean, it's even worse than that. Like, when it comes, what I noticed too is like, if I date other guys, they like lose their freaking shit. But then oh, they oh. could run through four or five girls in like six months. And I'm like, what? No, 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 no. I'm so glad that. Um, the men that I'm involved with don't, don't, they're not down with that K-drama type of bullshit. Like, listen, you either be consistent with the dick, you either be consistent with your feelings, but what you're not going to do is put me through some bullshit because the moment I see that I'm going through some bullshit, I'm going to walk away. Yeah, my my mental emotional stability is like way too important at this point in my life. Like I cannot my afford self care is way too much important. For I me. cannot me afford to lose shit. my fucking mind. I can't afford it, especially for for a dude that's like living his life through the eyes of a 
K-pop show. Like, I'm good. And on top of that, you have a son. Like, you have no time. You have no yeah. time for the maturity. Uh-uh. Like, yeah. Um, let's see. Angelica says that all Puerto Rican that all Puerto Rican women are crazy. Shout out to her. Shit, ever wonder why though? Y'all boys are at fault when we act out because we don't take no bullshit from no one. I feel like that. I feel like that stereotype hits every Latina and every Hispanic yeah. woman because they always like, oh, Latinas are so spicy and they speak Spanish to you in bed and ah uh, ah. Uh, and it's like, okay, yeah, I may do, but I don't do it to just every guy that I sleep with. I feel like you need a lot of Latinas right. are. I feel like a lot of Latinas are submissive, but then they're mean as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like we're submissive, but then we're mean as fuck when we want something done. Okay, like the African like side yeah, I'll cook like... and clean for you and color coordinate your closet and give you the best pussy and do all this shit and but be you your mother and be your fucking grandmother with dinner. If you and don't shit. throw out my trash or freaking if you leave something in the sink after I clean it, I will be. I'm not giving you I will, head. I will find you and I will kill you. Okay. If you don't make your bed, I ain't gonna give you head. Right. Wait. What? <laughs> if you don't make your side of the bed, if you don't make the side of your bed, I'm not gonna give you head. I, Simple. Uh, so, are you a make a side of the bed kind of girl? I'm sorry. Are you a make your bed kind of girl? Sometimes, yeah. I know with the guy that I'm involved with right now, like I usually make the bed every time we make, like we wake up and you know just leave and start our day. Really? Yes. I but honestly, I don't make I don't make just anybody's bed. I I honestly never developed that habit. Never. But in my I never life. make my own bed. That's what I've she, never ever developed. I that never habit. made my like, own bed. I, to me, it's like, what's the point of making my bed when I'm gonna go back in it to fuck it up? <laughs> like I barely make my own bed, but if it's somebody else's, like I don't mind doing that because you know it's not my house. It's not my house. Like I love doing dishes with other people's houses. Because, like, I have this weird thing where it's like, oh, I, I wonder what their dishes look like and, and just, like, how to clean them and what soap they Weird. I'm literally weird. Like, cleaning their floors and shit. I remember cleaning this kid's um house while he was gone from work one day. And I, you know, I just volunteered to stay there because, you know, I just wanted to go to sleep. And this was right before we slept with each other, too. So it was like, you know, I was just doing housely duties. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, you know. That was quick, and I and I went to bed and I took a nap, and I texted him and I was like, "I just cleaned your entire house, like I wiped surfaces, like you know I cleaned toilets." And he's like, "Well, would you like to be my wife?" And I was like, "Nigga, shut up!" Like, wow. <laughs> that's the things that I do for my friends, you know. I I don't want to get married. Like, I just want to show you that I care enough about your house. In the appearance of it. So when you come home, you see that I have a lollipop on your pillow because I care about you. Aww. I know, right? <laughs> it was Valentine's sweet. Day, too, so I gave him a heart-shaped lollipop. I'm such a sweetheart. Lucky for you. No, lucky him. Because, Jesus, I don't think any girl that he's seeing right now would be the same way. I'm, I'm way too motherly when it comes to him. Like... I'm a sucker when it comes to being motherly towards people that I actually have great chemistry with. Like, if 
if the other guy and I, you know, the other guy that I'm involved, I'm involving myself with, like, if he notices that I am so maternal towards him, I feel like I'm never going to go back home. I feel like I'm never going back home to New York. Like, I would stay wherever the fuck I am, like, wherever I would be. I was like, well, yeah, uh, you see, I moved to the uh, to the other coast, and um, I guess I ain't going nowhere. Like, that's how motherly I am. I, I let I let a, I let the guys like sleep on my chest. I fold their clothes sometimes when they need help. Like, it's I feel like it's something my mother instilled in me. You know what I mean? Like, being a Dominican woman, you know, you're raised at a young age to become a wife. Yeah. And sometimes I think to myself, like, no, I'm not getting married. <laughs> but if it's, like, someone that I really, really care about, then I don't mind just doing all that. Friend or not. Um, Let's see. And I think we're done with that. What is your, what is your worst sexual experience? Your worst sexual experience that you can count, that you can take from the top of your head. What's the worst one you've ever had? As far as it being consensual and it being bad? Yeah. Of course. Um, I would say... <sighs> okay, so I was probably like in high school and um, I hooked up with this guy who it was a black guy and yeah. he was cute and we hooked up and he got on top of me and his rhythm was really bad and he had like a little <gasps> bit of hair on his chest um. <clears throat> and he was like plowing against me so hard and rubbing himself like if he was like wiping the counter and after it was over, I actually ended up having, like, a fucking rash on my chest from all the hair he rubbed on my chest. So, like, friction burn? Yeah. It was so bad. It took, like, weeks to, go to come off. I even had bruises on my hip because the way he was trying to bang me, like, his hip bone was hitting my hip bone. And I had bruises from that. So I was, like, shocked. It was, like, the worst. And then he calls me, like, a week later. He's like, I think you're pregnant. I'm like, how? We used the condom. I think you're pregnant? Yeah, I was like, how? Nigga, if you don't get the fuck. He was like, he was like, he thinks I'm pregnant. How you gonna tell me I'm pregnant? I was like, but we used the condom. He's like, I'm sure you're gonna have my daughter one day. And I'm like, oh, that's creepy. I was like, okay, well, bye. (laughs) <laughs> you never spoke to him again after that right mm, like maybe three more times and then I just kind of just stopped talking to him bro that's scary yeah um, that's scary. that's one time I, I think that's literally the worst sexual experience I've I've had that was consensual it was just so bad like I was just like should I imagine wow I can imagine that's a no for me. Yeah. That is a no for me. I can't do it. And then I I, I think I think I got you pregnant. Fuck yeah, who calls you don't know? Yeah, like who calls a woman and says, 
I think I got you pregnant. That's like some really weird shit to do. I would run. <laughs> like, <laughs> block my number. He didn't even live in the same state. He lived in Virginia. Oh, no. Nah. So funny. Um, Far away from that. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think about the second worst sexual experience I've had. Mm. I my worst experience I would say is um my worst experience out of all the niggas. Uh, <laughs> um I would say hmm, it can't be like oh I didn't come. Um all right, this oh anal the first time I had anal. Did you believe? <laughs> no. Well. Um. So it was. It was. It was painful. It was real painful, and it wasn't because he was big or anything. It was just like I was not prepared. I wasn't ready. There was no lube. There were condoms, but there was no lube, and I'm just like, what? the fuck this is painful as hell i'm never doing this shit again but now you're cool with it and, right? but huh? now you're comfortable doing that oh no i love that shit so much but it's only with the right person like the right people oh my god because I, I know one time ugh, i don't even want to say this story never mind i would have to say it off air <laughs> there is uh it's an anal story there though. was one person there was one person who also happens to be in the group that I actually had anal with, like, years ago. And I, it wasn't that great. Um, you know what? There's else? this guy. He probably mm-hmm. is in, He's probably in the group, but, like, I banged him three years ago. But I wouldn't say the sex was bad. I would say that he... He talked himself up to be packing and like really. T- oh no! And it was literally mm. like, like cut the tip of my pinky. It was like, <gasps> and what sucked the most is that he would like jump all the way up and drop all the way down. What he was trying to dick dive. <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> with what he would try to what? try to dick dive me like like oh, like, no, like 500 he thought times he was dead ass. it got to a point where like I got bruises all over my thighs from him dick diving <laughs> so he wanted you to look at your thighs after y'all were done and like oh my god he did this and like this nigga girl and, and he would be like Whose pussy is that? You're not gonna you're not gonna <laughs> give that pussy to nobody else. You fucking bitch. This no! pussy's mine. You go have my baby. I'm gonna no! get you pregnant. I'm with this. And I'm just like Ew! He's still in the group. It got to a point where I just started counting like the little popcorn on the like the ceiling of the like hotel room. <laughs> it was like so bad. Like I was like, oh my god. Oh my goodness. I would say, okay, so what's your best experience? Your best sexual experience. <sighs> the best of the best. Talk about it. Right. I think I have mine. I have mine in my mind already. Damn. Um 
like that experience brought me at my like to the start of my sexual peak honestly i think it's it's a tie between um one of my exes who (laughs) happens to be like southeast asian and like somebody that i'm currently you know that we've talked about it but um (laughs) but the the this one guy the ex the one the southeast asian one like there was this one time we like I don't know we hadn't we hadn't hooked up but I had went to his house and I was really tired and I laid in his bed and I saw him and he just looked so cute and then we decided Mm -hmm. to start kissing and stuff like that and then when I took off all my clothes it was like it was a I'm the second girl he's ever had sex with so when we got naked it was like he just really appreciated like like just what he was seeing and you could tell and you could tell in his eyes that that he really like really was stimulated not in a sexual way like it was more of like a very emotional like it was really nice and like when but it was like his eyes were saying I love you but his body was like already dripping it was just so hot so then like when we did it it just was like so freaking uh, amazing it was so 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 good the intimacy was there like it was so like to this day I still remember it like wow that was like one of the best feelings ever and then yeah and then this last person that I was hooking up with um, I mean that's his identity. They he he definitely um it took you down. That head game is fucking wild, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Like it's just he's just really Shout good. Out to he's him. just really good. And I think it's just based on rhythm. He's just good with rhythm. So it's just Shout it's just natural, him. like good at good at anything with his extremities or just good. It's that chemistry thing. I think it's really just their their sense of rhythm, really. The intimacy. They know how to like work with you. Like I haven't let like I haven't let a guy finger me in like over five years. What? And this what like I got fingered for the first time in five years. What the fuck? And the first time I got fingered in five years was two months ago. It was like same guy, right? Yeah, I was like, wow. Oh, wow. I was just shocked. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, this actually Ooh. feels good. Like, wow, what was I missing? Well, the thing is, I'm very weird about dudes and their fingernails. Oh yeah, you look underneath and see that it's like dirty. Yeah, I don't, I don't want no dirty. Yeah, same here, sis. I don't know if you just digged your nose bacteria. or digged in your ass and then want to stick that finger in my shit. Ew. I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Like, before I even have wash sex with somebody, they have to wash their hands and brush their teeth and, like, wash their privates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you have to take a shower way before. Unless, like, you're into the moment, then that's another story. But, like, like, you have to take a shower before you're ready to go to sleep. If you want to do something, then do it after the shower and then you can sleep after. Um, 
I can tell two great experiences that I've had, honestly. I would definitely stay last Sunday night. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, B. No, wait, actually. Yeah, last Sunday night. I was very comfortable. Um, I got I got my shit digged down to the T. Um, it was just like I was very tired, and he was tired. We've been drinking, you know, just like a beer or something. And then um, it was cold in his apartment, so we just like cuddled up. And then um, he wakes me up. Not wakes me up because I wasn't like passed out. But I was just laying down on his chest, you know, just making some warmth. And all of a sudden, he, I, I feel him move his head towards me. And he's like, <laughs> he was like, I want to get some. Well. And I, I, I opened my eyes and I looked at him like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like the way he just acts, it was funny. And I, then he was do like, you want to touch my dangling? He was like, you want to get dicked down? Like, <laughs> that was my cue. I was like, listen, we got to go. Listen, it's been a week. So it's, it's lit. And then, um, you know, like the intimacy, the intimacy was, is always there. But at that particular night, I was just like, this was really good. This was really good. There's like, you know, when, when a guy just like doesn't get close to you for every position that like don't mind you getting close to them and shit because you're feeling the feelings while it's happening and you just can't help but like I don't know put your head down or put it, your body down and shit like that and it's kind of like you really can't help it like you really can't help but to like have that emotion and with this person like he allowed me to do everything he was talking all his shit you know, talking about how the pussy was really tight. And I was like, ooh, like, nice. talk your shit, boy. Talk your shit, my guy. Talk your shit. And then, like, you know, there was a, a moment where he was just, like, um, he was, or this was, like, missionary. You never had a point where you're, like, it's not tight, bro. I think we were scissoring each other at one point. Yeah, that was the first position. We were scissoring each other. And then all of a sudden, like, he put his hand on my throat and I was like oh okay and then we went straight to missionary after put my legs up and then he choked me again and I was like yes and then and I think it, it got to a point where we just like we were feeling the feelings but we didn't finish and he wanted to stop but I felt myself like about to I felt myself about to finish like it was a big it was a big orgasm and I just held him really close and he held me really close and then we just like laid there for a, a while and I thought you were gonna we say just, we like, just laid there for a week. Like I was gonna laugh. I wish I laid there for a week. The fuck <laughs> not going outside for a whole week, that'd be a blessing in itself. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I think the second or the third to last position was doggy, of course. That's his favorite. My favorite too, and he almost fucked up my birth control, like putting it like right where my cervix is mm-hmm. at, and I was like, I was trying to, yeah. So 
during during the doggy style, I just felt like I was I felt like I was being completely dominated, and that never usually happens to me in a good way. There was um there was a time where he held my neck and just like choked me a bit, and I was like, oh my god, I am. I'm 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 great. And then he grabs my hips really hard. He bites the back of my shoulder. It was just like so animalistic. Like I want you at this moment. Oh, that sounds wild. And you know he's a Scorpio, so he just he don't give a fuck. That's hot. He doesn't give a fuck if he Okay, okay, okay. I'm so sorry that this episode really cut short or cut off, even though it was like two hours long. Um, usually when we record episodes, they don't usually give us a time limit unless like something happens. And apparently this lasted for two hours. So... <laughs> If you want a continuation of um, the conversation or the episode, or if you want a new episode between me and Christelle, please let me know in, um, what can I say? Oh yeah, duh, plug. Please let me know at, uh, this is Arlene Pod on Instagram. Or this is ArlenePod at gmail.com. That's where you can contact me about the podcast. Um, for those of you that personally know me, you know where to contact me or whatever. Um, it was a fun episode <laughs> to record with her because like, we could just talk our shit and still have like this heart-to-heart. Um as of right now, Christelle is back in Florida, you know, handling her business, and we might do something really, really soon, just as long as I get to get my shit together, um, because I have a lot to plan, especially for later this month, since my birthday is coming up, um, and I think that's pretty much it. You can reach Christelle at... Oh, sorry. Let me take a look. You can reach Christelle again at um, at Aphrasiac Dating on Instagram, YouTube, which is Aphrasiac.tv, and on Facebook. You just search for Aphrasiac. She's usually um, she's usually there making posts, or you can search her at Christelle Lewis on Facebook. Um, also, don't forget that the Apple Asiac app is available on Google Play, coming soon to the Apple um, to the Apple App Store. Um, and always, well, as always, um, if you want to help Crystal out with the app and to keep it running, please um, check out the GoFundMe on the bio on, from the last episode. Uh, she would greatly appreciate it, and so will I. And, um, yeah, I suck at these. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I have a new episode in the works, 
probably too. And um, I I hope you like them a lot. Um, this has been really fun. This has been really fun. Recording with Christelle, talking shit, you know. And uh, yeah, that's it. You know, uh, I'll see you guys. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Um, yeah. Bye.